big questions. No answers. See these questions I got on my mind. I'm asking them all the time. Time like traveling through the universe. I'm scrambling these black holes. How does time flow? If I dropped in one, where would I go? Would I come out a hundred years old? Big questions, no answers though. What happens when we dream? Is this world all it seems? I think, therefore I am. All I know is my name is Sam. On the road, child to a man. Do I need a plan? All these questions and more. That's what's in store. Okay, you've been here before, but you know the drill. Give me a little rundown of who is Elliot McBride. Who are you and why are you on my podcast? <laughs> I'm Sam Bill's friend. Uh... <laughs> Number one. Number one. Uh, I think that might be why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, study forestry at UBC. I've been tree planting for three years now. Um, Where are you from? Yeah, from v- uh, Vermont, uh, the independent state of Vermont. Nice. Uh, What's yeah. like the little like logo of Vermont, do you know? Uh, VT. No, uh, like the... like. Like California is the golden state, but like uh, Green Mountain State. Green Mountain State, <laughs> baby, from the Green Mountain Boys. Yeah, yeah we talked exactly, about that. Nice, yeah. The little like army rebellion. Or the the eight hundred two, because our whole state has one area code for really. Our state, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you're on here. <clears throat> Talk about your tree planting prowess. Right. We're gonna do a redo of. Our original tree planting <laughs> podcast because I don't want to. As much as I enjoy talking about communist China and like whatever the <laughs> robot takeover, yeah. um, I think we owe it to people to give them an actual like what a to expect. Rundown, yeah. Yeah. yeah, what is it? Have you if you've never heard of it? I I want this to be something where you could listen and be like, okay, I get, I kind of get what tree planting is. Um, okay, so kind of three questions in one. What is tree planting? How does it work? Where does the money come from? Um, what is tree planting? Tree planting is uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it's a summer job. Uh, pretty br- pretty brutal, uh, but also pretty rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, How did you hear about it originally? Uh, I heard about it uh, online actually, just doing um, Google searches like how to make the most money during the summer outside. <laughs> right. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it came up and gave it a shot, uh, really not not knowing what I was getting into mm-hmm. at all. Um, had you, like, you'd never heard of it other than that? Never heard. Well, Agnia had done it. Um, okay. But I don't I don't know if I even had, had known she, she was doing it until the next year. Mm. Um, and how does it work? What What is a tree planter? I mean, it's in the name. You're planting trees, <laughs> but run me through a day in uh, a tree planter's life. Yeah, it's um, uh, yeah. You wake up early in the morning, um, six a.m., five thirty a.m. Big buffet breakfast. Uh, buffet. Buffet. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, pack your lunch. Uh, you got like thirty minutes. You run out into the trucks, and then you drive off for the day onto a block and what's uh, a block a block is a like typically clear-cut uh piece of land mm-hmm. and get out onto the block um you've loaded trees up into the the trucks mm-hmm. um and trees come in boxes of like 400 500 
Uh, so in the beginning of the day or the night before, you've loaded up like 20,000 trees into the truck, uh, drive out onto the block, and then spend your whole day um, with you. You have these two big bags on your hips, um, so all the weight's kind of on your hips, and you can maybe fit 300 to 600 trees in your bag, depending on how big they are. Um, and yeah, how I like to do it is I... I um, you kind of like pick a number in the beginning of the day. You're like, okay, I want to plant 2,000 trees today. And uh, then you, you think about your bag ups and you're like, okay, if I bag up 400 trees, then I have to do five bag ups. So then I spend my whole day uh, thinking like, okay, I'm one out of five. Okay, I'm two out of five, three out of five, four out of five, five out, five out of five. And that just pushes you to to really like get something, that seems, something. that seems much more attainable than being like, okay, I'm in. And what, 400 trees out of 2,000. What, uh, what kind of trees? Uh, yeah, so pine, spruce, a little bit of Douglas fir, a little bit of larch, um, mm-hmm. no hardwoods. Uh, all, Why uh, those species? Because uh, they try to uh, imitate disturbance. Um, so clear cut is most similar to uh, like a wildfire or some big disturbance that just takes out everything and the first tree you're going to see grow back uh, pretty much every time in these ecosystems is going to be lodgepole pine mm-hmm. which is why I th- I, we probably are just like resourceful <coughs> and fast growing and yeah so primary successional species so uh, needs a lot of light they actually um, have serotonous cones so when typically like you're trying to mimic, mimic um, a wildfire Fire. disturbance so their cones are actually adapted to only be able to um reproduce during fire Mm -hmm. um so the majority is that and then a little bit of spruce a little bit of douglas fir uh, mixed in occasionally um but talking to people like i know you 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 plant a lot of of pine like you you can say yourself um but uh, people that have gone out and do like surveying after tree planters have been there um pine grows up quick but you have a lot of natural regeneration anyways Mm -hmm. so it's not it's not as monocultured as as it seems from from just planting uh, because there's a lot of uh, other species that grow up uh, naturally without having to be planted uh, but they tr- try to like jump start that process uh, as fast as they can how is the timber industry involved in tree planting um yep so uh, how it really works is um logging companies or timber companies will um, get land from the government so the government will be like okay uh, we'll let you harvest this land Um, you can make a profit off of it you have to give some money back to us Uh, however um, in eight years uh, your land has to look uh, in a certain way and there's this big policy in bc called the free to grow policy Mm -hmm. uh, which kind of outlines all the specifics for if you're going to clear cut land or harvest land uh, it needs to look a certain way in order for you to be able to relinquish your responsibility from that land as the logging company and give Mm. it back to the government. So if you don't reach that free to grow state where everything's looking good and healthy, um, basically you're still responsible for that land. Um, And if anything's to happen, a wildfire, a bark beetle outbreak, anything like that, um, you would be responsible for going back out there and replanting it again or, whatever happens, um, whatever needs to be done in the government's eyes to be like, okay, this is healthy. We'll take it back. Now you did your job, you harvested it, you got it back to a healthy state. Mm. And 
now we're good so but a long run so this this is how i see the industry i went out with you this past covid summer first season rookie season and this is how i understand how the industry works where the money comes from how we're getting paid is so logging companies have cut a big area of land harvested the wood that may have been previously planted 80 years ago or may have been just freestand growing for however long and that's when the government has come in and said okay because you've harvested this you need to replant a certain percentage is that how that works so that yeah that's uh, getting land to that healthy state in a certain amount of time pretty much requires planting okay so in order to get the land to be like uh, in that free to grow state uh, logging companies have to go out and hire tree planters to come back and stimulate the natural success or so logging succession companies are, are paying, paying the tree planters yeah. okay yeah. um yeah and that's why bc and canada in particular um has such good prices and mm-hmm. such a good industry for tree planting compared to other places in the world is because there is that policy in place which requires logging companies to hire tree planters and right and, like uh, kind of stimulates the the industry yeah. the more the yeah. economy yeah um what is the best part about tree planting <laughs> uh beating your ass maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh what is the best part about tree planting um i don't know i i do like the the competition of mm-hmm. it for sure like it pushes you to go really hard it pushes you uh in your head to do things that like even now you look back at it and you're like wow like i just worked for mm. 10 hours straight and going as hard as i could without taking a single break a whole day like not eating anything the whole day um right and going pretty crazy but I, I yeah i think my favorite parts are the days that go the shittiest like mm-hmm. those those rain days or like things that just all hell breaks loose and you're like what what more can nature put in me right now <laughs> yeah. but um you end up having a pretty good time almost almost mm-hmm. every time um, yeah we've talked a lot about like the mindset that it's almost forced upon you like you're I don't know. I mean, especially me, because I was a rookie and I'd heard from so many stories from you and from Felix or whoever, whoever, the veteran tree planters around me, um, that like, you're going to break, man. <laughs> this job breaks you. It doesn't give a <laughs> fuck. Like, you, you you know, you just have to be ready. You just have to be like along for the ride. You just have to know that you're going to make it through the season. And like, and like, you can understand, okay, like I've done hard things before. Like I've been, you know, camping and like gone on hikes where it's like, cold and my feet gotten wet but like i've never like broken from anything like that and then you know that first rain day or rocky day comes (laughs) along or you're about to hit your 2000 trees and then john says uh uh sam go over there (laughs) (laughs) and then you don't know where the fuck you're going and anyways shit does turn awry um but all you have to do is it's it's not so difficult that you can't like all that it requires is just you to stick with it. Like, right. If you stick it with with it for the whole season, like, right, you're golden. You're you're right. gonna get through it. You're going to have broken, but you're also gonna yes, you're gonna okay get a new it. skill. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean it took me three weeks realistically to like actually learn. Yeah, and that's that was just like how to actually like plant a good tree, <laughs> and then you have the whole like 
how to plant a piece or how you know yeah. what's the best way a piece is also a piece is a part of a block is that right yeah exactly so, so like a block is this big huge section of land and then you have crews that are subdivided up into pieces of that block and then within your crew you're in a truck elliot was the driver of my truck and we had a blast um okay what is the worst part about tree planting uh the bugs <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll uh, second that one yeah, for sure i suffered this year so bad i was drunk one night and i <coughs> fell into my tent like a month into planting <laughs> got just a huge rip in my uh, just in my tent so i had this <laughs> huge rip on my door for the rest of the season and i eventually just had to like get That's into it. this zen state where i'm like you know what <laughs> I'm okay to be sleeping with the bugs right now. Like, <laughs> as long as I can't hear them in my ears, it's okay if they're in the tent. Just as long as you're not in my ear, you can bite me. Like, I always like how, like, we, uh, I'm sure you did too, but like, I had like a couple of like tent spiders that, like, <laughs> they were allowed to get like a certain, like, big, like, uh, width or whatever. And then I was like, okay, you need to fuck off. And then like the little ones would come in and, but they just kind of like roam around and, yeah. Yeah. yeah the bugs are something else i would say like i don't know it's almost like the best part of it's the worst part of it like the the struggle just the sheer like physical struggle yeah. and like feeling like you like this sucks and like you hate it and you like hate everyone and you hate <laughs> elliot and like why did he convince me that this was a good idea um and then that turns into like oh no i'm like actually like getting good at this and like it's like skill, any kind of skill acquisition, right? It starts out really hard. And yeah. then eventually you're like, I'm good at this. Like I can do this. Yeah. And that, that feeling is, of fulfillment yeah. is kind of, yeah. I and, think the best part. And your it. worst days kind of do turn into your oh, most totally. memorable. Like, Afterwards. Yeah. Thinking back, you're like, well. yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think sometimes the, um, depending on the company, the, just the logistics behind the scenes, I think, can be the also one of the worst parts. Just, like, infuriating or frustrating because you may not know what's going on a lot of the times. And it seems like they have no idea what's going on either. And it's not their fault and it's not your fault. It's just what it is. Um, what is. What are three characteristics that every tree planter should have or should aspire to have? Um, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, one is like competition in like a, a good way, like competition with like a smile. I think mm-hmm. like you can't, you can't let it get to you like too hard and it, even me, it gets to me like too hard. Like I just being really competitive with somebody, but like re- enjoying that, that competitiveness is right. something that's really going to make you do well and enjoy yourself and enjoy the job um um what else i would say uh just the the wantingness to to go out and have fun and meet new people and Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of let yourself loose and a lot of times it's good because it kind of you go you go into it and meet this whole new community and you're out in the bush and there are no rules and you can kind of do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And like 
the yeah so like not being afraid to just like let yourself go and see what see where it takes you because uh, it's a pretty perfect place so you don't yeah <laughs> you i don't mean it would be hard like that. i mean i was thinking <clears throat> about this like i wonder if you could just take a really really uptight person like if you take a really really uptight per- person and just let them do it like let them plant eventually they're not going to be uptight anymore either that or they're going to leave <laughs> right yeah, yeah, like they're going to sure. either have to let go of some of that or they're never like they're just they're gonna figure it out yeah um and that kind of happens whether you like it or not (laughs) yeah 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 and i definitely like i feel i think that um in the competitive aspect of it like even people that aren't competitive like are going to get competitive like out there right Um, yeah and i think the more you can like harness that to like push yourself every day um the the better you'll you'll be and the more you'll you'll enjoy it for yourself um so we got competitive extroverted or not even extroverted but just willing wanting to to, wanting to go out and enjoy and right kind of let yourself game let yourself loose be game yeah one more um and so is is the question like what's going to make you enjoy it or what's going to make you be a good tree planter you can take it however let's say what's what what will make you a good tree planter? What will make you a good tree planter? Another thing is as sad as it may sound is just the the wanting to make money. Right, like that's mm-hmm. a huge driver. And you see people that go out and um, don't really have a care for like mm-hmm. how much money they're trying to make and kind of just approach it more as like a la di da. And what do we call them? <laughs> Schwackers. <laughs> uh, but it it. It, it hurts them just because yeah uh, you you do enjoy it more if you are making money right like if you can go out and work hard and make five hundred dollars like you feel much better than just kind of drudging yourself along and totally then being like oh shit and i just spent the same 10 hours out there with the bugs and the rain right and i only made 200 bucks right? yeah um, yeah um how much money can you make on i have that as a question um you can make a lot of money. You can um, make a lot of money. Yeah, I I would say like I can give people as a rookie I made and like I said I didn't I didn't figure it out until 3 weeks in and I came home with 15,000 Canadian dollars. Yeah. Which is like pretty Good. solid. Yeah. 5k a month if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, I and you'll probably make more than double. That. I bet you'll double this year. I don't know what double. Maybe like I'm shooting 2025. <laughs> it's my goal for ah, this you'll summer. Get that easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think like at the highest, like attainable, at least in our company, area, it's going to change for what companies you're working for, the length of your season. All right. that has a pretty big influence. But for our season, it's three months and a week or two, hopefully. Yeah, and. I'd say max is like forty five thousand. Wow, um, that's insane. Yeah, and then there, yeah, and that might even be like forty five thousand in your bank, too. Well, right. I don't. Yeah, it, depending if you pay taxes Minus or taxes. not. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky because I don't pay taxes. So. <laughs> I mean, allegedly. I mean, yes, he does pay taxes. This is for this is recording. Um, uh, is tree planting dangerous? <clears throat> Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I get all to that. Uh, yeah, there are some pretty big horror stories, and you realize it when you're out there too. Like, if it's wet and well, yeah, it's like if you can imagine a 
what these big like excavator looking machines come out there and just start cutting down trees branches are everywhere waste wood is everywhere um, and sometimes it's like over your head and, like you're just climbing over trees that are three feet in diameter to trees that are a couple inches but they just pile up and pile up and pile up and you're it's hard because you're weighted down with maybe like 30 pounds 40 pounds of trees in your bags at some points and like climbing over these big logs and sticks and if it's wet um it's just it's a big recipe for disaster and i'm surprised people don't get hurt more often actually um, yeah but it there is, are, i think it's pretty injury prone there are some horror stories and it's your body too i guess um like your that's the biggest tendonitis your back yeah but I've, I've actually really never had any type of a problem i have had the claw mm-hmm. which is where your your hands you wake up in the morning and your hands are just kind of all They're stuck, stuck in together and you're in a claw formation a claw, yeah. basically and you just have to take your other hand and like release all of your fingers yeah. back out um, yeah it's basically it's uh it's probably the start of tendonitis or it, yeah it is it's, sure. it's like the same thing as trigger finger or yeah finger tendonitis or finger synovitis with syn- synova synovial joints have a little um most of your joints are synovial joints and synovial joint has a little capsule of like fluid surrounding it mm-hmm. and that's what kind of like makes things glide a little bit and when that sac gets uh, inflamed and swells uh that's when like that, it kind of impedes on range okay. of motion and stuff um yep yeah, i agree tree planting is dangerous yeah there is some what there is a story maybe five eight years back in our company um a guy falling oh actually my first year even a guy first day of planting oh my god um uh, you in, in your shovel hand like you you throw your shovel down at the ground and then you have a big motion forward um so like your shovel goes in the ground and then with your hand and your body you kind of punch forward right and what happened is there was a sharp stick uh, like sticking out of a log and he just mm. thrusted his whole uh, hand into the stick and the stick actually went through his knuckle mm. and he had this like two inch long splinter that was maybe like half a centimeter thick oh my God. thrust into his knuckle uh, and he tried to tough it out I remember he went to the hospital he came back um, and had was like around camp helping out in camp for like three weeks and eventually uh he was like had to pack it in my mom called me and she's like no 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 i'm not gonna let you do this your finger might never be the same wow um yeah and i think it was like his pointer finger or something um, yeah another guy got speared in the balls that's uh, the classic that's, that's like an old age old story he was running back right that's what everyone said he was yeah. like running back to like bag up Fell. slipped speared a <laughs> fucking nut on the <laughs> Oh, yeah, on the bad. slash. That's slash mm. is what? What slash? Uh, slash is all the shit that people leave. Yeah, uh, the logging. The logging. Uh, the loggers yeah. leave. Uh, just sticks and branches and stumps and Logs whatever and, you yeah. can possibly think of. Uh, yeah. Detritus, basically. Yeah, and that's what uh, I think that that ball story is the thing that keeps me from ever doing those Running. those naked bag ups as well. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude imagine yeah yeah oh yeah uh yeah on going to like the worst part of planting too like that would be it for me like too it's just like like i i did love it and i like you know found something that 
gave me a feeling of like satisfaction and and freedom that I hadn't felt in another job but the fact that you are just like you know I'm a kinesiologist <laughs> so like I can't help but like see the fact that you're over time just wear and tear the human body's not supposed to do that right right yeah. um knees lower back wrist and hand yeah. elbow yeah all the joints uh, but technique ma- makes a big makes a, a, big difference, a big difference but i, I, I still, still still you can't yeah. you know it you just can't get around <laughs> it but that's it's what uh, the one of the prices you pay i think yeah um where do you sleep where do you shit where do you eat <laughs> Uh, all in the same place (laughs) (laughs) right outside your tent no okay yeah you sleep in uh, a tent so uh, you camps are maybe a hundred people all tenting out you get like a pretty good music festival vibe Uh, Mm -hmm. everybody's camping out big bonfires every night Uh, good community Um, you eat uh, so the camps are really pretty amazing. Uh, just the, these completely off grid camps that can support a hundred people, full electricity, Wi-Fi, running water, hot showers, uh, full kitchen, uh, full mess tent, all nice stainless steel buffet. Yep. Buffet. Serving trays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is incredible. Like uh, that was. Really it was, was one thing that it blew me away. It was like we were what like two hours from like a ta- even a town, yeah. and then like three or four from like a bigger you know city, and you're fully operational. Yeah, fully and it's and it's all just. I mean, it, yeah, like gas generators, right? So you can literally just take this fully functional camp pack it up in a day move it somewhere else yep. and set it back up in a day um and it's yeah it pretty much has everything you need uh, and more even right yeah um yeah so yeah where's it going with that yeah that, so you eat in a big big dining tent mm-hmm. uh, not uh, mess say tent, tent uh, mess tent so it's it's uh, basically just like a big half dome right um tent it almost looks like a catering service tent yeah or i was gonna like say that. think of like a wedding um, like yeah tent or like a yeah some outdoor craft services almost for, yeah like a film set type shit right like yeah um and then where do you shit and then you shit in the shitters uh, good old shitters <laughs> i actually i have a pretty bad story about the shitters uh the shitters are you uh, everybody has to dig shitters like w- once every four days because they fill up and they smell bad man like they smell really bad they're baking in the sun it's just a hole in it's the a ground hole with shit and piss in it so you know um, it's not gonna smell good and so like you get people but i mean <laughs> we should say there's like a there's like a a, a frame structure yeah, around it with, with a like, toilet seat with a toilet seat so you can sit down yeah um but the mosquitoes still come up from the bottom while you're oh, taking yeah. a shit. And you haven't lived till you've taken a fucking mosquito <laughs> bite to the nut, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, and you see people, like, having conversations with their head. Like, you stick your head out of the shitter because it smells so bad. And you just kind of, like, wrap it up like you have a blanket around you. And you're, like, talking to your buddy cut. next yeah. to you while he's taking a shit. Um, but, man, um, my first year I had... Um, digging a shitter so you got to move the old shitter first of course i'm with like felix and Mm -hmm. picking it up and uh, i don't really know exactly what happened but i ended up just like you pick up this structure and 
going to move it somewhere else. And <laughs> I just <laughs> went straight into, into the, the shit hole. hole. Like, and I, granted, I was only there for like an eighth of a second, <laughs> not even like a hundredth of a second. And I was in and out, but I lost my flip flop in there. Oh. And the sock was covered with shit. Oh, Felix was just dying. <laughs> Stop laughing. John is like shaking his head. Like, what is this rookie doing? Like, <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was uh, a learning learning experience for uh, sure. Yeah, yikes! Yeah, don't walk don't walk straight when you move the shitters. You gotta <laughs> Look, actually... watch your feet. Yeah, <laughs> communicate with the other person you're moving the shitter with. Um, can anyone be a tree planter? That kind of ties into our like three characteristics. Can yeah, they... definitely. You think so? I think anybody. That's can. interesting. I think that's a controversial statement. Yeah. Well, it uh, it depends on how much you if you you need to want to yeah to do it right. You can't really just go out there like half assed or right. I would say like, anybody under the right, like you said, under yeah. the right circumstances. Yeah, but, think, uh, any human could, but if you have no real reason to, yeah, right. Then money is a very good right. Like That's even my first year, I had a guy on my crew, funny ass guy, and he stuck with it and he what he wanted to do is play video games for a living he was a dota hmm. dota 2 he was really like ranked top 100 in the world really? for video game That's so uh, random yeah so you get people that are it's not just your maybe you think of it it's just like a bunch of like hippie ass motherfuckers mm-hmm. like it's not even close to that really it yeah kind of people from all different business every walk of life yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's what that's what i think wilson was surprising to me was I mean, you definitely do get your fair share of uh, dirtbag hippies, but also there's, yeah, people from, you know, every kind of background. Yeah. Students to... Yeah, and for that reason, I don't think I don't think it's like, it's not restricted to athletic people or mm. uh, like right. anything like that, right? Like anybody can do it. And like, it's just a matter of how much you, you're willing to try and how right, much right. you're willing to, to do it. That mental know? state. That's yeah. like what we talked about, we talk about endlessly is like that's the strange part of it and i remember thinking like before i might i think i maybe asked you at one point like you know are like you think that girls are like disadvantaged but you know just because of like upper body strength but like that's not the case in any shape or form like yeah i mean number two number one and number one and two uh, we're both girls we're both girls so it just shows two people that planted more trees than the rest of the entire company we're both girls yeah Um, yeah so it just shows which, it's all, which says quite a bit. Oh, yeah. totally. Mindset, and I mean, they were fit. They were yeah, definitely no, fit. For sure. But mindset is huge. Yeah. Um. Um. What's the tree planter's schedule like? Um. Kind yeah, of, actually, yeah. you you start to follow like a different. <laughs> you lose track of like days. <laughs> so you you no longer have your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right, Thursday, right, Friday. Right, you, right. It, it's, so you work three days and you get one day off. So. You start on Monday, and then you go to Wednesday, and then you go to Friday, and then you go to Sunday. So, like, your three days of work, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Friday night is where all the, the shenanigans happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you only have Sunday because you're fucked in your tent. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, like, sleep, but it's too hot, and you're sweating, and your head's half outside yeah. with a pillow. <laughs> Try to be zen with the bugs, but also, like... Uh, yeah. Um, and so how long you said yeah average planting day time what do you think um 
it kind of changes throughout the season. Like you start maybe doing like seven hours in right. the beginning, and then hopefully by the end, if if you if your uh, crew is motivated and wants to make a lot of money, uh, you start doing eight to ten hours, uh, probably ten hours max for sure. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you're closing a contract or uh, like you have to move out the next day and you need to really finish all the blocks and finish the trees. You're going to have some long days from 10 hours, 11 maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, the time you're actually planting is probably eight hours, nine hours. And then you have an hour drive to the block, an hour drive back, or sometimes two hour drives to the block, two hours back, in which case you'll plant a little shorter. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you, you wake up. 6 30 and you get back 6 30 so i guess you're 12 hours is usually the the amount of time that you're actually like okay getting into the truck making my lunch eating breakfast like you're, you're moving for 12 hours but right yeah um you mentioned shenanigans what do you do on your day off or your <laughs> night off um <clears throat> well it kind of depends yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much I should say here on this, but uh, <laughs> however much you want to divulge. Um, yeah, favorite shenanigans uh, the, this past year. Uh, well, I mean, I guess to give like a general generalization of your nights off, it's gonna be like bonfires, music, uh, dancing, and like, a lot of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and one of my one of my favorite things always is uh, we call it truck parties, which I'm sure that supervisors, if they're listening to this right now, are like, oh fuck, this guy. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, just like piling like ten people, twelve people into a truck, and everybody's smoking cigarettes in the truck and <laughs> drinking alcohol and you just blast music to like the max nobody can hear anything everybody's just laying on everybody um that's always that's always good fun uh, <laughs> uh but yeah it's it's kind of just it comes in waves too like you get some nights that are like pretty chill mm -hmm. just campfire music talking a little bit of dancing and then you have some nights like Canada Day where your supervisor <laughs> drinks a bottle of wine and <laughs> decides to like belly flop off the top of a box truck and, KO and goes to like else. 5 a.m. and people are falling in the swamp and, <laughs> like, <laughs> and crawling Night back to your tent. tent yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, give me uh, highlights. Let's give this, uh, my friends do this when we go when we go back see each other after a long time we do highs and lows so give me a high let's do give me a high of the job like planting itself and a low planting itself and then a high off day and a low off day um okay so if you're planting the high uh, would be hmm. <laughs> just uh, my favorite is just going crazy like it is really it's so much fun to just like absolutely lose your mind and just be like talking non-stop but talking about shit that makes no sense like, has no at all like implications to anything you're doing or anything like that is even yeah. your life like um like what you you like to comment on like 
I plan next to Sam and then Sam starts <laughs> commenting like he's a New Zealand like rugby commentator and he's like commenting on your every move like, oh and he he sticks the tree in the hole and he's going to the next one now and he's looking good he's got a good pace going on <laughs> uh, so yeah that's planting days like the days where everybody really just uh, like we had one day where we all got out of the truck and Felix is tying his shoes and he's just like he, he Felix is a, a a person that wakes up in the morning like looking like he's about to kill you like he just wants nothing to do with anything that is going on and this lasted the entire truck ride and he's out on the block and tying his boots to like get ready to start planting and like and then for the next like three hours <laughs> our truck would like everybody in our truck is just planting next to each other and nobody says a single word of english but we're all talking to each other that was a pretty good day too um um what about some what about a planting low? A planting low uh, from this past season. It's just those those last yeah, contracts. I was gonna say. Oh yeah. my god! Like sometimes, especially at the end. Of the, and I actually, it's happened the past two seasons. Just these last contracts are just very, Death. very like difficult. Sticks everywhere. Trees everywhere. Yeah. Bushes growing up everywhere fucking devil's club fucking devil's club dude. <laughs> um yeah and it's fear at the end of the season you, you just want to be done you just want some nice creamy fast land yeah where you can make some money and, and you get, get put the in, fuck out of there when you get put into shit like you're sitting on a stump eating lunch which never happened right. and you look behind you and there's the rest of your team also <laughs> sitting on a stump eating lunch yeah. like everybody's like all right yeah. <laughs> i've had about enough of this yeah like, yeah um, yeah the fatigue and the bugs in. oh man i had had some brutal days with the bugs i I was convinced that I didn't need to wear bug spray if I uh, didn't put on deodorant. I was <laughs> convinced that it was the deodorant that was right. <laughs> attracting the bugs to me. But man, oh, I got eaten alive <laughs> some days, dude. And I would look at everybody else and everybody else is fine. Like nobody's, <laughs> nobody's even like batting an eye and I just have this swarm around me. Um, I had some bad days with the bugs this year for sure. Um, what about a, a high on the off day? High on the off day. <laughs> yeah. um, the muchacha, for sure. That's <laughs> forever set in stone is one of the highlights of my life. Um, what is the muchacha? So people know. <laughs> I don't even know. We had, well, <laughs> we had this one, uh, one camp where a guy had like set up this pretty amazing campsite kind of mm -hmm. a little bit away from the camp and our whole crew went over and he had this beautiful fire pit and like uh, he built these nice benches all the way around the fire pit he had this little mini bar built uh for like drinks and whatever else and uh and, like a tarp over it um and we were all uh <laughs> 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 who's gonna listen to this actually? i don't know <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, inebriated. We are all very inebriated, and um, <clears throat> uh, 
the song can't oh how do we listen to it before that day i don't i don't know, know actually I, don't know. I think it might have just come on it might have just come on yeah it's this like uh dance hall like felix just gets up and he's like everybody right now fire circle and you're like what <laughs> and he gets all of us to start uh just dancing but like dancing around the fire and like walking around the fire while we're dancing and it became this big thing the muchacha and we'd go now to like the big parties in the whole camp and we'd have a hundred people and our crew would all like break out and we'd be like okay guys this is the, we're <laughs> this about is the to play muchacha right now you guys ready here and we start playing it and then we get the entire camp of like a hundred people all like dancing and singing and walking around the fire uh, yeah, so that was pretty fun. Also, this past season, Canada Day was just uh, just insane, absolute shit, shit show. show. <laughs> we had uh, at least three people fell in the fucking river yeah, or the pond. People falling in the swamp. Uh, just supervisors jumping off the tops of trucks. Uh, <laughs> which actually, I was thinking about. I was thinking about everybody this. soaking wet. You remember how much <laughs> it was raining? That was yeah. insane. And I, one one time. Uh, two seasons ago with the same supervisor <laughs> i think it's just because he doesn't drink with us that often mm-hmm. and when he does drink with us he gets like he goes very hey. very fucked up and we were at a bar <laughs> he doesn't say this that often but i guess he likes you when he's drunk but he we're all it's like a chill bar it's like there's maybe like 50 people in it like a local bar mm-hmm. pool tables and then out of nowhere uh he he stands up on the pool table he starts chiming his glass he's like everybody everybody listen up listen up he's like i just want to tell all you guys how much i love you how much i appreciate you Uh, oh that's nice and then one of the girls is like take off your shirt take off your shirt and he's psyched he rips off his shirt and he starts like dancing on top of the pool table and like the the bartenders are like oh my god no 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 like we cannot have this right now we cannot have this um so then we all get kicked out of the bar. Ended up crashing a wedding later in the night. Crashing um, a wedding. Crashing oh my a God. wedding. Yeah, we were just walking by and <laughs> we realized there's this wedding going on and people are just walking in and out and we look inside and there's just bottles of wine Booze. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it was like 20 or 25 of us end up all just like casually walking into this wedding just like going from table to table drinking like the leftover drinking tables <laughs> to clean up groups like you done with that oh is that a shrimp <laughs> uh, but actually we ended up talking to like the brother of the the girl that was getting married and he liked us and he was psyched that we were all dancing <laughs> and fucked up and like bringing the party back to the wedding and <laughs> yeah, so it ended up That's being pretty hilarious. good um yeah uh, there's there's tons of that's a good one that's like a good that. story uh low of the hot, of the off day, <laughs> I can remember one. Uh, just like waking up in your tent, and it's like feels like it's like 150 degrees, <laughs> yeah. and you just want water, and you're sweating, and you're hungover, and you want like five more hours of sleep because it's only eight in the morning. Yeah, but you just can't. Like, oh, sleep. What do I do? Like, and then you just unzip the tent, and you put your pillow outside. <laughs> you're half in the tent, half out of the tent, but then the bugs are getting you. And, yeah, the hangover hangover mornings on hot days are always. Dude, just, that day where we like go to I don't yeah, you were we were 
I was decently hungover. You were super hungover. We went to find a uh, cell service. <laughs> Dude, uh, why I was so why, why I was just not having it that day <laughs> is because I got like halfway there and I'm like, why, why did I why come did here? I come here? Like I, I don't have anybody I really want to like, talk to right now. Like I don't even have a phone. Like, he doesn't have a phone. What am I doing? Like I just want to go back to my tent and sleep. <laughs> but we did call. We called, we called the boys back home. That's true. Um, but then we got lost. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was the icing <laughs> on the cake. We were just out in the bush. People didn't know, had no idea where we were. And then, yeah, we just assumed that we knew where we were going. We had no idea. Finally, we eventually made it. But we were lost for yes. like a good two hours. Two hours? Yeah, yeah. maybe more. Um, okay. I, that's all I have questions written down. Uh, one, let's do, um, you mentioned like tree price. It's just like more logistic <clears> stuff. <throat> What's like an average tree price? And what do you mean by tree price? Yeah. Uh, tree price is how much you get paid for each tree you plant. And on average now it's 14 to 16 cents mm-hmm. for our company. Um, which doesn't seem like a lot, but then you realize that like you make a dollar in a, a minute pretty right. easy. Um, Once you get good, it takes... Yeah, like how long does it take to plant a tree? Five seconds? Yeah, five, five seconds. To five to eight seconds. Yeah. And then multiply that o- over the whole day. Your target, I would say, as a rookie is like once you hit 2,000 trees a day, you're like, okay, like I can yeah. I can do this, right? It's a big milestone. Yeah. And then if you think <clears> about it, fifteen if you're on a 15-cent contract, 2,000 trees a day, 300 bucks a day, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. And that's just the baseline really, right? So, um if you're more lingo, what's a bula? Lingo. What's yeah, a bula? What's a sh- well? We we mentioned schwacker. Schwacker. So the baller is like opposite of a schwacker. Right. So the the person I guess that everybody at camp is like. Elliot's oh, a bula. Shit. Like you planted. Like, you planted this 5, amount of trees. trees a day or whatever. Um, yeah. Mile. Let's go milestone. So two thousand trees is a big milestone. <laughs> yeah. Three thousand is a big milestone. Yeah, two thousand trees. Your first, your first year. Like once you hit two thousand trees, you're like, okay. Yeah. Like I, I've started, that felt I've like started to figure it out. Yeah. But you you I, haven't really figured it out until you hit that, and right. then you get an idea for like, okay, I need to push my pace because your technique won't still be that great. Right. But you you will have pushed yourself to a similar level of once your technique catches up, then you should be shooting for like three thousand. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, and then once you've hit two thousand once, it's almost like, yeah. well, how how was that like a struggle before? Yeah. But obviously, it's all a learning curve. And then yeah, three thousand's a big one. Three thousand was a big one. That was my personal best. Three thousand forty-five was my personal best, and that felt really good. Um, that felt yeah. And that's moving quick. Like you, yeah, you are really just cranking all yeah. day. You're not taking breaks. You have a good pace. Yeah, yeah. So now and you're yeah, and that was like, yeah, it was on. It was fast land. It was like trenches, but it was still it was uphill. So um, it was hard and big, heavy bags. Um, Four thousand trees in a day. Four thousand. That's big, booking big it. One, yeah. Um, yeah. When did you hit that one? Uh, I got that mm, my first year, maybe like three weeks before the season Damn. ended. So at the end of the season, on it pretty good piece uh, but it's actually 15 cents which is damn a pretty big and yeah we should say like tree price tree price is reflected on how difficult supposedly (laughs) how difficult (laughs) the land is to plant right so if you're going into a place where it's technical or we say there's more specs they're looking for you know this uh 
we we did a contract where there was um what we called obstacle planting right where you had to like plant your tree next to a stump or something that would provide shade for it uh at the hardest time of day um yeah you know they're looking you have checkers that come and dig up your trees and take plots what's a plot Mm, what is a plot? <laughs> a visual my, plot or plot a real plot? It, actually, <laughs> I gotta find that. Uh, a plot is like a measure of your density, uh, but it's a real pain in the ass. What's density? <laughs> uh, density. So you you have specs, and your specs are like okay for this. Today you're gonna be planting sevens, and um, that means in your plot, which is a cord that's like three meters. So picture a circle with like a, a three meter radius, three meter radius. You have to have seven trees inside that three meter radius. Right. Um, and they're pretty, up, they're pretty uptight about it. Yeah. And, but you, you, it sounds hard to mm-hmm. conceptualize, but it ends up, uh, you end up getting the hang of it pretty, yeah. pretty quickly. Um, uh, but yeah, I remember my, <laughs> like I stopped taking plots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? Uh, well, no. Well, I would take visual plots. Visual plots. Oh God! I really hope that nobody in the company <laughs> is listening to this right now. Um, but I, I ended up. I don't know what I was thinking, to be honest. But uh, I, I guess I was just kind of naive, and I was like, oh, like at the end of the season, and, like people just aren't taking plots <laughs> anymore. Like John's not asking me to take a plot. Like I'm all right. Um, and a checker came up to me, and I was planting on a different crew one day, and. <laughs> uh, Somehow I was like, oh, I haven't taken a plot in months. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looked at me funny and then kind of laughed and was like, okay. okay. I'm checking this motherfucker's trees. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yo, I'm going to pee because I have to pee really quick. Um, Uh, I may take a quick refreshment break. We can take a break. Yeah, refreshment break. (laughs) We're back. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Two lost questions. Um, maybe a few more. <laughs> What's the worst piece you've ever been on? Ah, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, this is a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's the end of the season. Uh, not this past year, but the year before that. Mm-hmm. Our last contract was supposed to have been planted like five years earlier and it was just shrubs like above your head mm. <laughs> like everywhere and you you couldn't you couldn't see anybody so you could just hear you could just hear your, your like yeah, the other people in your truck <laughs> and it was oh man it was a bad price it was like 12 cents 12 and a half cents and everybody's getting like 1200 trees a day 1500 trees a day at the end of the season too which is just terrible um but yeah it was just couldn't see it was just a complete shit show like you couldn't see anything you couldn't see flag there was oh my god half of the stuff that was grown up was nettle and i have i actually got a scar because oh my god i wore a tank top on my first day and I was just planting through a field of nettle. Mm. I, <laughs> uh, I had just got stung so badly. I was just not having it. I was just absolutely fed up with everything that was going on. 
and to make things worth worse, our uh, supervisor came up behind me when I was planting these trees. <laughs> and he, I like look back at him, and I see him just take up a tree from the ground <laughs> with this look of just like disbelief <laughs> on his face. He's like, Elliot has planted this. <laughs> what and he's Elliot no 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 no. did you plant this tree and I'm like yeah it was either me or Felix (laughs) and yeah then I had to spend like the next two hours two and a half hours replanting with Felix (laughs) brutal um but yeah that was that was pretty that was pretty gnarly I also I I do uh my second year I did this um uh contract in alberta mm-hmm. uh at the end of the season which is all uh helicopter planting and it's just because there's absolutely no access to to what you're planting and we're doing a caribou restoration on seismic lines in alberta so we, <laughs> it's pretty wild we're staying at these oil camps <laughs> you, you get like i think it's only like 30 people 40 people from our company but we're just like greasy like it's the end of the season we're just wearing like rags everything's <laughs> falling apart we don't give a shit about anything at this point and we're staying at these oil camps with these big like pretty put together like legitimate legitimate dudes. making 200k a year dudes <laughs> that are all like looking at you like wow why is what this the hell is here? this <laughs> what is going on um but man planting those things like they drop you off in a helicopter um and you're just given like an ipad like an, a first aid emergency kit oh and a God. radio good luck and they're like okay this is your point and you're gonna plant this direction <clears throat> and the helicopter drops you trees all like periodically but sometimes you you look at the ipad and then you look up and it's just like it's like a river like you're supposed to be planting a river or it's like just as far as you can see just like water up to like your, oh my your god hips. and you're just thinking like, like what what am i doing here? yeah what what am i like I, do i just put it in Drop the water like, in there. <laughs> um but oh uh, it, it's fun too what like, do you like do that. just try to go through it like, no, yeah, like you go around and it typically, like, yeah, you can't. A lot of the times, it's, it's just it's a straight river, as like, far as you can see, like, yeah, having to like swim across a river, like, falling you in. You had to swim across, yeah. Oh my god, because like a lot of the times, you're, you're set on this course, right? You, you yeah. have this course, it's a just heli- a line. A yeah. helicopter has dropped you trees all, all, all along this course, and if there's a river going through it, it's like, well, shit, how do I holy fuck, do I do that's this? insane, um, but basically excavators have actually come out there and um, dug up like these huge pits and they dig up all the soil and mound it and Uh. you you can plant like four trees in a mound eight trees in a mound Mm -hmm. Um, and you kind of go from mound to mound to mound to mound but these mounds are like (laughs) like, probably above your head and in water so it's like these holes you're kind of like in a minefield of just like huge holes that like if you fall in you're just absolutely like, you're fucked you're fucked you're yeah. wet for the rest of the day you're miserable it's cold out like you're um those are pretty rough too but i actually enjoyed that quite a bit because there's no pressure on you you're not it's day rate so you're getting paid mm. per day so it doesn't really matter how many trees you plant um, got it but yeah it's pretty <laughs> <laughs> it can get pretty miserable but, uh, yeah damn yeah 
Um, <clears throat> anything else you want to cover? I'm trying to think if there's anything like people. How would how did how do you get in other than googling jobs that make money outside? How do you get into <laughs> tree planting uh, if you're interested? Yeah, I guess the the one thing I always tell people is just King Kong reforestation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check that out. That's a Facebook is, group, a Facebook page, and it's, it's is it public? Uh, or you have to be invited. No, yeah, you 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 can join it, but you have to like get fill out a little form or whatever. Okay. But I'm sure you would get approved. Uh, but it's honestly just worthwhile for the memes. For the memes, <laughs> for the lols, <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, you get a lot of good shit on there. Yeah, and a lot of good jobs just for like it. it it's a tree planting page, but you get like during the tree planting season, it's going to be almost all tree planting posts. But outside of the tree planting season in BC, um, you get posts for all different types of. A lot of bushwork. Forest jobs, p- picking jobs, surveying jobs, uh, firefighting even. Uh, uh, yeah, so I guess that <clears throat> that is actually how I got the job too. I just did this nice classic rookie post. Being like, <laughs> I'm young, I'm fit, I'm motivated. Yeah, classic. So many of those now. And John Alungo was the first guy that hit me back. And I'm pretty nervous because I already had interviews where I had to actually like, try to apply to companies. Mm. And, called them like 50 times to finally get an interview with somebody wow. and I couldn't really hear what the hell he was saying because my phone was such shit <laughs> and so it just ended up being a pretty terrible interview um, and that was like a last ditch effort um, Damn. Agnia showed me that page actually and did it and <laughs> I have this video call with John <laughs> he's like taking a shit or something yeah. <laughs> like in this dark room uh, I, can't, I can't really even like see who I'm talking to and it's just assumed that I have the job because he's calling me and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like thinking like, okay, he's going to get back to me. He's going to be like, okay, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll, get, I'll let you know. And the whole interview is just like, um, <laughs> it's like, okay, so you need this, you need this, you need this. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you on, on this date. <laughs> Not even close to an interview. It's just like, okay, this is what you need. Then get out here. Right. Um, yeah. 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 So that's how I heard about it. And that's, I think the best way to get into it mm-hmm. as well. And yeah. I mean, I think, for me, it was very easy because I knew you. Yeah. But I think anybody that does a post or yeah. comments on a post will get a job. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, we should say as well. It's, if we haven't mentioned already it's hard and so we what you usually get like 50 percent of rookies quitting probably something like yeah, that right typically almost i'd say uh, yeah <clears throat> um so it's yeah they need people yeah and especially if you're you're motivated and committed you have a high likelihood yeah and it is it's so the best fun. advice i got was it's as a long race, as sam <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> but as lo- like know that you're here for the season yeah. if you have the out in your head where you're like ah if it gets too hard i can leave yeah you're not gonna make it yeah for sure um and there's times where you're gonna fucking want to quit and like i said and but what's cool best okay this is also one of the best parts about tree blowing it's the only job where you can just scream <laughs> as loud as you can the most obscene <laughs> words you've ever heard in your life like i actually will miss that now like i'll be like you know I love everyone in my at my exercise clinic, but there's moments <laughs> where you want to just shout some obscenities, you know? And, um, yeah, it's one of the only jobs that allows you to do that. And yeah. it's actually, like, smiled at, you know? <laughs> like, you get a <laughs> chuckle from your boss. It's like, wow, that's cool. 
yeah um, it is it's so it's so freeing like i i really just love the fact that it yeah it's like you're you're treated very much like an adult and you can do whatever you want and as long as you're following trees and you're not you know causing any disturbances yeah, like um, I, where where is the line even i'm, I'm not quite sure major. where is the line with like going too far ahead? major disturbance i mean like you know <laughs> The whole like fifty one fifty like uh that's like when you get uh like sanctioned or when you get like um psyche psyche valed in the states is a fifty one fifty and that's when you're at risk of either harming yourself or others and I feel like <laughs> that's the line <laughs> as long yeah, as you're yeah. not about to get fifty one fifty and uh, at risk of harming yourself or others do whatever yeah. you want. I remember oh I came back it it just it yeah you you feel like you can do anything. And things will be okay, right? You feel like you could take off all your clothes and run around naked, and the next three people that saw you do it would probably also do the same thing. Um, and I, I came back my second year and <laughs> I took a bunch of tequila shots with Sam or uh, Caleb and Sarav and Case, and um, went out to this this club. Yeah, it was like three clubs later, and this little club too i was there's maybe like 10 people 15 people in this club and i'm just like you know what i want to get kicked out of this club <laughs> and i look at case and i'm like yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it <laughs> and he's like what like what are you gonna do and i don't even think i told him but I, my mind was like really intricately thinking about this mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm just gonna take off all my clothes in this club right now and get kicked out <laughs> and like I did. I took off all my clothes, but like the second after I took off all my clothes, like the first person that looked at me just let out this horrified scream, <laughs> which for some reason I just had no like preemptive <laughs> thought really about that this that would happen. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I ended up just like taking off running. I like ran past the bouncers, ran down Granville Street with my clothes oh my in one hand and like my phone in the other hand and homeless people were like <laughs> Yes <laughs> yeah, man, man. <laughs> sick bro like you do you um, but that's like the I just say that as like an example for like <laughs> what you feel is acceptable in the tree planting <laughs> society compared to what is acceptable in actual society. There's a very big big difference. Quite a large disconnect, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I which I, which you would have experienced a bit more. It's a shame that we came back and everything was closed Shut off. Because I think yeah. if, if you had gone out, uh, I think I, I mean, I definitely you give way less fucks is a good way to put it. <laughs> Dude, it's just like I've had time. Felix, man, Felix would just pee <laughs> anywhere <laughs> he wanted. He would pee on like busy, busy roads, <laughs> just literally peeing into the road and just. Like, there must have been like forty cars that passed by. Oh there. my god! <laughs> oh, that's uh, pretty funny. I remember people say stories about like, um, <laughs> uh, just like getting back from the season and spending like a night or two in Vancouver and just like sleeping with their sleeping bag and waking up in the morning and playing guitar and having like. Uh, <laughs> people come by like thinking you're completely homeless and like fucked and giving you giving change you, giving you money like <laughs> here like please take this but little do they know this guy just made like 40 40 grand yeah. 20 grand in like the span of three months oh my gosh well okay in closing it's uh 
it's a occupation it's a lifestyle it's a mental health problem <laughs> uh yeah what else is there to say about well, actually it? what do you what do you what did you enjoy it uh most about about the, the I th- yeah i think we kind of you know explored it like yeah I me- like i said i remember you telling me like the best part is that what happens to your mind and i was just like okay <laughs> <laughs> but i do i do uh also appreciate that like again mm-hmm. it was it's a time in my life where you know i kind of pride myself on like having my shit together and it was yeah, a time too. <laughs> <laughs> and but it was a time in my life where i didn't necessarily feel like i needed to have my shit together and also because the definition of having your shit together out there is very <laughs> like, is my tent still there? Yep. <laughs> is my clothes there? Yep. Okay. Ah, shit. Half of them fucking floated away. That's okay. But um, no, I do appreciate the closeness of, you know, meeting these people and um, <clears throat> like creating connections with people that I wouldn't normally create. Yeah. And yeah just sharing that that uh going off grid there's something to be said for it and i I don't know if there's any other way in my life that i would do it other than a job where it's like forced you know yeah it's very hard to just like cut yourself off i mean if you can go three months three three months half months living in your tent every single second of those three months is spent outside right three months literally a quarter of 2020 was spent outside which is pretty wild and like yeah just like you're i have like a lot of journals about it but like i do remember distinctly feeling just like the mental chatter of the day-to-day is dampened you know you don't worry about the same shit you're worrying about here you don't mainly i think a lot of it has to do with this the extreme physical nature of the work and that much output you're you know you don't have time to like worry about it um also the only thing there is to worry about is put the fucking trees in the ground right yeah it's your only job and that's really freeing and like that singular focus is really nice and then again having everything you need and cool people it it feels like your little hunter-gatherer tribe person (laughs) again and um yeah as long as you have people around you maybe like some beers and then you're yeah you feel like you're set you feel like the richest man in the world um i do do think your your stress just it it really decreases completely goes away yeah you're really not stressed out about anything no work is hard but you're not stressed out about it you're just like oh shit it's gonna be hard yeah like it's just like your body reacting to right and and your mind is i think there is yeah like i said that that definitely does it's everything right it's like being removed from like man-made shit i remember coming back and like like you said i didn't feel like the release of like inhibitions and like holy fuck i can do everything anything i want but i do remember just be it being fucking weird to be around like concrete and asphalt again it's almost like i don't know this might be like woo woo but it's like because there was like there's like man-made stuff around you your brain I mean, your brain is actively creating the world around you, right? That's what consciousness is. It's like this controlled hallucination of, like, stimuli. And 
having it be man-made versus it be natural is actually a big difference. And I like speaking for someone who was three months out in the bush, it just felt like your brain has to do way more work, you know, when you're, when you're in a city and you're, you're actively constructing, like, obviously the buildings are there, the concrete is there, but I'm just saying like, you know, it, it's not normally there. Naturally that wasn't, it's all just trees and mud and dirt. And it's, it just feels like your brain has to do like an extra step is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Right. And it's like that I think does contribute to a latent level of anxiety. Um, just living in a, in a man-made yeah, civilization. Sure. Yeah. Now, which is, yeah, it wasn't something I was like conscious of at all before I left. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you definitely are you going into town and stuff, um, mm. even just to pick up supplies. Like, y- you feel pretty out of place, right? <laughs> Every everybody kind of knows. Even just paying for something with my debit card, and <laughs> people are just staring at my hands. Yeah, like, your hands. What are the hell has this guy been doing? Like his fingernails are long, there's right. dirt everywhere. Like, it looks <laughs> like he hasn't taken a shower in months. Like, like everybody kind of just knows. Like. And it's cool, like, even you go into places and they're like, yeah, they, we have a tree planters <laughs> discount, don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah, you do feel pretty out of place. And and I, I think it comes a bit because of just you're not, you're not, you, you haven't been experiencing all these stresses of society. You feel very yeah. much a, a free spirit. And Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, it's a little foray into, like, what, you know, like, anarchic, you know, little, like I said, like hunter-gatherer tribes would Mm -hmm. be like, right? Like, I know, and that kind of an oddly peaceful one because you don't have to, like, the food is there, right? You don't have to actually forage for it, but you have something else, which is, like, this, like, collective goal. Everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's energy is going towards the same goal. It's, um, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that I think if you're interested in it, give it a go go like if you're uh at all curious 100 percent. yeah 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 and all you need is just to want to do it and that's about the desire desire being broke (laughs) 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 Uh, all right let's uh let's give it a rest do you want to finish off with anything anything else you want to say to the world um yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty not not too much, but uh, feel better with how this one went, though. I feel like yeah, we got definitely. more I, distilled I, information I, out <laughs> as opposed to the last yeah, one we did. Yeah, I don't know that even the second thing about Russian communism. <laughs> and here I was talking to Sam in my supposedly tree planting podcast yeah. for like an hour and a half about Russian communism, purely because I had a conversation with my landlord about it. <laughs> I didn't really know what was going on then either. So, uh, this is a bit better, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Super My good. pleasure, mate. Uh, a month out. A month out. Are I'm you excited? excited? I am so. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Yeah, so I, excited. I like a, It's grown from like, I remember like, you know, still like, you get flashbacks and be like, ah, oh, fuck, kind of want to be out there. And then being like, I never want to do that again. <laughs> and now it's like, no, I, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we got a good crew this year, we too. Do. We do. We got a bunch of our friends out uh, yeah. with us. So. That'll be ex- really cool. Yeah, we get to see them all suffer. And I know. We get to see the, the classic like, <laughs> first week rookie like standing there in the middle of the piece, <laughs> like, looking around. Like, 
what, what, where am I supposed to plant the tree? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I can't wait. I honestly <laughs> can't wait. Oh, my God. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's call it there. Right on. This was awesome. Till next time. No answers. See these questions I got on my mind. I'm asking them all the time. Time like traveling through the universe. I'm scrambling these black holes. How does time flow? If I dropped in one, where would I go? Would I come out a hundred years old? Big question, no answers though. What happens when we dream? Is this world all it seems? I think, therefore I am. All I know is my name is Sam. On the road, child to a 